0: This is the...
1: audience this is Dalix. you probably know that from my voice um and producer michael's in the studio hi producer michael hello and uh we have somebody on on the the magical skype of my phone uh, it's roxanne from mythology translated hi
0: hey y'all
1: y'all Ooh. we're in the Are south
2: <laughs> nice bringing a little bit of shine to this podcast I am cast.
0: sitting here in New Orleans. It's kind of required to use the y'all.
2: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> Yay for New Orleans. Now, I have three questions for you about Nolans. One, how do you prefer <laughs> to say it? Two, um, really only two questions. How are all the vampires? And then three, um, I can think of a do you say Nola? Oh. Uh,
0: okay, so it's New Orle- uh, New Orleans, Nola. And honestly, our vampires are very, very much, uh, deluded golf kids, unfortunately. I keep looking for a real one.
1: Oh. Do you ever talk to Anne Rice?
0: No, although I did kind of, mm, I don't like her very much because.
1: Oh, is, I it, is, is it the shitty writing? No. <laughs> oh, oh no, okay. This is actually
0: a <laughs> story. Um, so what happened? I was, uh, going to college. And this was about the time that Servant of the Bones came out. And I was a huge fan of hers. Well, I happened to be walking into the college um, the college bookstore. And she was in there pitching a fit. She was calling the girl behind the counter who was a work-study student. So it's not like she had any power anyway. She was calling her all sorts of names. Cussing her up one side and down the other. Because she didn't have the books faced front. The books were, uh, so the spine was showing. And from that moment on, I'm like, nah, nah, man.
1: <laughs> wow. That's okay. There's, there's a number of problems going on here. One, not, not to, not to say anything about a lady's age, but I think you and I are somewhat near the same age group, which means that when she was doing this, that was during her Christian phase. So uh-huh. mighty Christian you there, uh, Anne Rice. <laughs> and also, fuck you. Come on. The spine's fine. That's where the words are. Jerk.
0: Exactly. I mean, I went from being a huge fan of hers to instantaneously, no, no, you're done.
1: Yeah, I read all the vampire books when I was in high school and started to realize, like, oh, these are these are sure starting to not be very good. And then she started writing weird <laughs> shit about angels and whatnot, and I, I hadn't really kept up with her since then until this very moment where I went, what do I know about New Orleans other than the fact that my friend Dean lives there, which would be a really <laughs> weird question to ask you. Like, hey, what do you think about my friend Dean that you don't know? <laughs>
0: I, I'm actually running through my head, seeing if I know a dean, and I don't, so we're fine.
1: <laughs> oh, good. Well, he's he's a handsome fellow. He posts about cats a lot, so hmm. it's like twenty five percent of the internet.
0: Well, there you go. The handsome
1: takes care of the other part because most people, are, you know, I'm being mean. <laughs> I like being mean. So you have a you have a podcast. Why don't okay. why don't you say things about that podcast into a microphone to us? <gasps> Hear that question? Easy That's talk. some pro shit. <laughs>
0: well mostly i do a podcast on mythology i try to go ahead and track down the development of the stories through the sources we have so normally when people are taught myth it's as the completed story it's the myth is x but what i'm trying to do is go ahead and say like well no actually they thought this and then the story shifted here and the story shifted over there and trying to show how the stories changed over time
1: yeah that's uh that uh, that is a fun thing that is what attracted me to your show that and really I typed the word mythology into iTunes <laughs> and I liked the drawing that you used and I went I'm <laughs> gonna listen to this one but then I then <laughs> I end up you know I, I binge I binge listened to your, to your uh, collection and then you know found you on on what's I called Twitter.
0: Yeah, actually, I made that drawing. That was a thing oh, really? I had made for someone. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's quite good. It uh, it reminds me of oh, this is a compliment, even though the source I'm going to compare it to is not. Uh, if you ever saw the spirit science, that weird uh, thing on YouTube.
0: No, I haven't.
1: Oh, it's a it's a animated guide to spirit stuff. Uh, hmm. Oh, it's it's. I mean it's very amusing but at times it's just a bag of crap but uh some of the some of the art that he uses uh, I was like oh I wonder if it's that same person it's not though cuz you're not that person unless you're secretly nope. a Canadian man named Jordan
0: <sighs> i wish i had that lofty of goals
1: you can admit it like this is a safe <laughs> space if you're a Canadian man named Jordan you you can tell us we won't we we're we're open we're we're not just, we're not just myth trans, we're myth cis, we're myth LBGQT, I, we're, everything's safe here.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Alas, no, no, I am a girl in New Orleans.
1: <laughs> all right, well, guess no Tim Hortons hate for us. I going to disappoint you. Nah, it's all right, I just, you know, I wanted to make you say a boot and then talk about Tim Hortons for a while. Uh, so, you, is that what you went to school for, is mythy uh, mythy stuff?
0: Yeah, actually, I went to school for uh, Classical Humanities, so I, I'm also a classicist, like J.K. Rowling's And uh, uh, Frank Frank Herbert, the guy who wrote Dune, was also a classicist. Yes, um, he is the best. And Oh, totally. And I minored in religion, which is where the mythology comes in.
1: Oh, that's fun. I didn't minor in—I wanted to minor in, in some form of religious study. When I was, like, a senior, I was going through the classes I'd taken— and realized that I, had I think it was four different minors I was, like, one class away from having because I just kept taking weird shit that I found interesting. And I was like, oh, I could have done some kind of religious studies. But by that point, I was way too lazy. So I like to pretend anytime a conversation comes up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I minored in religion because I'm really close enough. You know, no one knew, but.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. I like the looks people get. It's like, why, why would you ever study that? It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's a good way of passing an afternoon.
1: Exactly. That's why I took the reasonable path of money-making, that is, majoring in poetry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that is so awesome. Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I've got to wait for someone to actually die to get a job, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> oh, do you have one of those weird things where, yeah, it's just all a bunch of geezers is, is your field? Mm-hmm. Oh, fun.
0: Oh, yeah. My uh, field is actually a uh, librarian. That's why I was trained in. So that just is depressing as hell. It's it's a bunch of ghouls standing around looking at each other, waiting for someone to drop. Well, like, that's... nah, man, I can't take it.
1: Well, the, the, the county we live in, Multnomah County, is hiring uh, uh, people. They're not hiring librarians, but they're hiring people to the library. So if you want to move to Portland and work <laughs> as something to do with the library, well, they got some openings for you.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think my cat would be happy with me if I drug him all the way over there.
1: I mean, it's... It's not as hot, and there's a port. I mean, basically, it's it is. It's just like New Orleans. It's just you know less. It's more hipster, less voodoo, I guess. You
0: (laughs) know. Actually, they've been uh, calming down on the voodoo a lot lately.
1: Oh really? That's disappointing. That's like the only reason I ever wanted to go there. No offense. No offense. Just it's it's hot and in the south. I just that's not where I want to be. But I like voodoo and hoodoo.
0: True. Uh, voodoo's been on the decline since Katrina. Um, although I do have one warn you, because I firmly believe in warning everyone. I swear, Bourbon Street is nothing more than strip clubs and seedy bars, and for the life of me, I do not understand why it's famous.
1: Yeah, I I believe it's something along the lines of why people think Vegas is fun, where it's just like, mm-hmm. I've heard of that place, and people get drunk there, woo. <laughs> Woo! That's my excited voice. You like it? You like producer Michael? Oh, yes.
2: Woo! Yeah, you sound excited, man.
1: Thank you. Producer Michael was looking at me like I was a fool at that moment, so I decided to call him out.
2: I was just looking <laughs> through you, to be honest. It's okay.
1: Uh, there's a bookshelf behind me.
2: Um, yeah, so the uh the name and the sort of the origin of the podcast of, you know, kind of translating these like grandiose mythologies to kind of like, you know, modern parlance uh is that where you got like the inspiration for the theme song i kind of noticed that
0: yes actually and i also made the theme song i uh, went ahead and used a uh, uh, sony acid
2: oh very nice yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's a
1: very cool i didn't understand your question and that's because i'm dumb at music what do you mean
2: yeah. uh well there's like when it starts out it's like uh like kind of classical musical strings like stabs yeah and then like a jazz guitar oh like layered on top of it after she says translated you know like
1: well fuck you that's the best question somebody's gonna ask tonight i'm fucking now <laughs> god damn it i hope you don't mind swearing roxanne sorry i should have oh I no cleared. that's fine okay i i, I was going over my, your show in my head i'm like all right i know she talks about rape a lot i don't remember if there's a <laughs> yeah.
2: and, incest uh yeah. stuffing people inside of wombs um and and
0: (laughs) just pacify a she's a whole category in and of herself
1: (laughs) yeah they're miss are fucked (laughs) they are dude (laughs) yeah i I was listening to yours uh on the way home today uh the the hercules and i know it's how are you supposed to say it
0: heracles thank you
1: i it's just it's i pronounce it like kevin sorbo and there's nothing i can do about it it's my stupid white tongue keeps doing that but uh that's He's one of my favorite guys, like, mythology-wise, because he's just as dumb as they come. Unless somehow he's got to be vaguely smart, and it's usually because he's got a guy next to him to tell him what to do. But he's really, like, kind of a the Keystone Cops of ancient mythology. He's my favorite.
0: I'm, You know what? When I started researching him, I did not expect all the random goddamn murder. Like, I, oh, yeah. for some reason, I was expecting there to be—or the Conquering. That took me by surprise. I'm like, really, dude? Slow your fucking roll. You have to calm down.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's just dumb, rapey, weird guy. But it's it's odd because it's I, I want to be careful because you know whatever we I think the audience understands at this point. He's kind of charming in being. He's almost like Schwarzenegger, uh-huh. where I mean, although Schwarzenegger has played Hercules yeah, that's in funny. New York, <laughs> but it's like this, this this big dumb galoot of, of yeah. just like when it, there's a um. That that multi headed monster where it's like, hey, chopping a head off. Oh shit, two grew in its place. Oh, I'll chop those off. Two grew in its place. It's like, yeah, you dumb fucker, you're not figuring this out. This is it's this is exponential, you fucking idiot. And he had to like have his friend tell him, like, uh, dude, you should probably quit quit that. <laughs> you fucking
0: idiot.' Stop with the head slicing bit. Yeah. Best line from the Heracl- uh from the Hercules movie by Disney.
1: Oh, is that really a line from there? Yeah. Oh. I don't even I... Uh, he- Oh, go ahead. That was me mumbling.
0: Oh, uh, it's, uh, they have him going up against the Hydra, because of course they had to, and Phil, the little satyr, is standing on a, a cliff, jumping up and down, yelling, <laughs> stop with the head slicing.
1: <laughs> yeah. I also like uh, um, that little thing, yeah, that is Hercules, right, where he gets tricked into holding up the heavens from uh, from Atlas, because yeah. he's just like, oh yeah, I could totally do that, and Atlas's like, oh yeah, I... Bet you can't, wussy!
0: <laughs> what a dick! Oh, I love, the, I love the fact that there's a version where Atlas just says, "You know what? Peace, I'm out."
1: <laughs> yeah, that's actually the one I read when I was when I was younger. Was uh, Atlas just fucks off and then I, I forget somebody had to like drag him back. I don't remember who mm-hmm. it was. I think it was probably Percy Jackson. <laughs> Are you familiar with those at all?
0: I haven't read them. Oh, yet. don't,
1: don't. There, it is. I I mean, maybe just for the laugh, you actually might enjoy them greatly because it's just he's just basically Hercules, but unlikable and young and kind of great at everything. It's that same stupid trope of like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm young and I don't know what's going on, but apparently I'm great at everything and everybody loves me. Oh, my life's so hard. Oh,
0: fuck yeah. It.
1: But yeah, Percy Jackson and the, and the Olympians, that's that's the way to go, <laughs> according <laughs> to. Uh, according to me, read it and mock it viciously.
0: <laughs> well, I know that um, when the, the the remake of Clash of the Titans came out, I was told by four separate people to not go see it. They're like, "No, don't bother because you're going to scream in the middle of the movie and it's not going to be pretty."
1: Yeah, I. Th- Who was the star in that one? I think I saw that.
0: I don't. All I know is that it got. It ended up being referred to as God of War the movie.
1: Uh I'm trying to, I sat through a recent remake of one of those, like kind of uh, Clash of the Titans, Jason the Argonauts, one of those kind of things, mm-hmm. and um, it was fun in its complete lack of subtlety. It was just like, hey, it's an action movie, but there's a monster from Greek myth. Like, it could have easily been Die Hard 4, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or 6. or I don't know how many Die Hards there's been. Neither do
2: I come to think of it.
1: Yeah, I was hoping I was hoping producer Michael would tell me off the top of his head. How many diehards have there been, Producer Michael?
2: Uh, I'm just gonna say five off the
1: top of my head. Five. Definitive answer. All right. uh, best uh we so uh do you read ancient uh any kind of ancient languages? I
0: read both Greek and Latin.
2: I just put a two up in the air because I already knew that and I just wanted to show it to Alex. <laughs> Well, Just so you
1: know, you know, Michael, my job as as a host is to get the the audience to know the answers. <laughs> I totally knew that. I know you did. I did. I read it online somewhere. So uh, Greek and Latin. So so you do read like the 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 uh, the OG version of the stories.
0: I have read uh, some of the OGs. The problem is is that um, like I haven't read. I have read Hesiod in greek but i haven't read homer in greek because oh god who would want to
1: yeah <laughs> well that's that's the kind of the downside like i've uh, when i was taking latin in school which I, I i'm shit at latin but um i was trying to read like actual latin and it's like oh you guys don't have punctuation and you don't put spaces between words this is mm-hmm. the dumbest language i've ever seen in my fucking life so that that's the um that's why i like kind of first generation copies is is the the earliest kind of myth i like going to mm mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, Roman Empire, just go to uh, Edward Gibbon, because, oh, that's English. Good. He, he'll tell me what happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I um, although I will admit, uh, between the two, I actually really prefer Greek over Latin, because Latin, ten, as a language, it's very prosaic. It's very what's right in front of you. Whereas Greek has this wonderful word, and I love this word. It's called dendromi, and this word literally means to be turned into a tree. And the fact they have that word just makes me very happy,
1: yeah, that's a good word i I mean I think triumphi is fine if we <laughs> if we really wanna if we wanna go that way so ancient ancient mythology we have we have questions from the audience my questions from the audience i mean one very young girl in like the Netherlands uh mm-hmm. wants to know uh what 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 our favorite gods or God is now I'm going to throw this to Michael cause I don't know if he saw this and I just want to put him on the spot cause it's fun for me. What's your favorite God producer Michael?
2: Uh, my favorite God. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say the <laughs> father, the son and the Holy spirit, you know, the Holy Trinity. Mm. Uh, there's only one, you know, he reigns supreme in my heart and, uh, in this native land we call America.
1: Yes. It's spiritus to uh, It's better to sanctity. Yes. No, I
2: don't know, man. Uh, yeah. I, I never
1: really thought of it. Yeah, that's why I threw that. I mean, <laughs> <a> favorite like <laughs> I wanted to see you, Hem and Haw. So it's kind of like first.
2: having a favorite color. Um, Green. I, I mean, if I were smarter, I could tell you like through the viewpoint of like my favorite movie what that like translates to the most in like mythology or something and give you an answer. But like you said, I'm on the spot, so I have no idea.
1: All right, so you're gonna get. Um, I'm giving you. Yggdrasil, the life tree. Okay, It's, I'm it's, cool with it's, it's that, not really a God; it's Norse a tree. Mythology. Yeah, but that's that's who you get. Okay. All right. Now for some of knows Ooh, what like they are talking one. about. Uh, Roxanne, <laughs> what do you? What about you T- to answer uh, <laughs> Annabeth hans
0: <laughs> I'm actually going to go with Loki, uh, Norse, uh, the Norse god of fire, mostly because he has the most epic ritual ever. Um, what you're supposed to do, and this actually, there was a priestess of his in the 1970s, and I came across this on the internet back before it, you know, it was kind of half assed usernet shit. And it was what you're supposed to do is on April Fool's Day, you go and you buy rot gut bourbon, like the cheapest ass bourbon you can, and really expensive chocolate, and they're supposed to be about the same price. And then you go build a bonfire somewhere eat the chocolate and drink the bourbon and that was the sacred ritual and ever since then he's been kind of high in my esteem
1: yeah that's a good ritual that's uh that's a lot easier uh it's 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 gentle on the pocketbook um i mm-hmm. thought i thought agni was the god of fire
0: uh no loki is the god of fire and you also have surt who is the lord of the firelands oh who's
1: agni I have no idea. I don't know either. I'm probably getting them confused. It's probably from some other dumb. My problem is I just read all of them at once. So it just, I've got this mishmash of, of deity structures of like, I don't know who goes with who. Um, mm-hmm. Though, unfortunately, Loki was my answer, but that's only because I've, like, it's a kink of mine that I want to be like, I want to be tied up underground and have uh, venomous poison uh, dropped into my eyeballs uh, for the rest of eternity.
0: You sexy beast.
1: Yes. Uh, it's one of the shittier uh, ends. He's he's up there with uh, uh old uh, old liver eater. What's his name? What's a uh, uh, Prometheus? Prometheus, yeah. Um, like that sucks. Oh yeah, every day just have your your liver eaten uh, and then re reformed and eaten. Like that's that's horrible. And Loki gets a uh, snake juice dropped in his eye. Ugh.
0: But that only happens. It only actually gets to him. I think it's only supposed to be like once every couple hundred years because his wife consort. Woman that happens to be in the vicinity, because who she is changes, um, is holding a giant-ass silver bowl over her over his head. So when that gets full, is when she has to go dump it, and that's when he actually gets the snake juice.
1: Yeah, totally. It's just that still sucks too. So your good yeah. days is, oh, I'm chained to a rock with my wife holding a bowl above my head. <laughs> this is this is wonderful. Tgif. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so you took Loki. My, I'm going to say my favorite god then is going to be um, one of the unspeakable ones, because that's easy to answer. <laughs> See what I did there? I, I, I got out of it. It's going to be sloganerholtnerf.
0: Do you know how bad I want to go, oh, yeah, I know about him, just just to fuck with you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be my answer. No, I'll take I'll take Coyote, uh, the Native American version of Loki, because for some reason, everybody's got a, you know, a trickster spirit god running around.
0: It's a fairly common one.
1: Yeah. Did I say that word weird? You looked at me pretty sure. Michael. Uh,
2: no, I looked at you like that because uh, Coyote is like that's the story that gets told to Logan and uh, what is it? Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. And it's terrible. And it's I don't know. It's just funny.
1: Which one is X-Men Origins Wolverine?
2: The really bad Wolverine one that came out in, like, 2010.
1: That doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> I
2: was
0: just going to say, I'm like, uh, a little I, narrower. <laughs>
1: there's there's
2: two Wolverine ones. One is set in Japan. The other one is not. This is the one that is not.
1: What? Is, that, oh, okay. is this the one with Deadpool in it that's not Deadpool? Yeah. Okay. I think I saw, I mean, I saw part of it. Yeah. I think. Because well, I, I know I mean, that scene.
2: Now you know they appropriate the uh, the coyote mythos there.
1: Why would they, why would they, is there like a trickster spirit in the, in the, in the movie? Uh, Why would they tell that story?
2: Yeah, I think it's like the military or something, or like the person behind
1: the government
2: program. I don't know. It's been a while.
1: You know, the military, they're known for their wacky practical jokes.
2: (laughs) Yeah, totally, man.
1: (laughs) Uh, Totes burn, Hiroshima.
2: (laughs) I mean, the CIA did dose each other with acid, uh, you know secretly that's pretty wacky
1: that's true there's a great video of the uh of the english soldiers after being mm, dosed with acid that's nice. wandering around the english countryside i think i've seen that. yeah
0: did you guys ever watch uh red um yeah it, it was red with bruce willis and a bunch of the older action stars
2: i don't think i ever saw that one.
1: Oh no like malkovich is in it and shit yeah.
2: yes that one no You're
1: i I, I i didn't but it looked it looked it looks so bad it's got to be wonderful
0: Oh, it's fantastic, and the MK Ultra thing it actually is a plot point with the uh, John Malkovich's character.
2: Nice.
1: Oh yeah, I think I remember that from the from the TV spots. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Stranger Things?
0: I have not seen it yet. Okay. Everyone was saying it was fabulous, and then I just went. Eh, I have got a season of Daredevil to watch. I'll I'll get there eventually.
1: Yeah, Daredevil's a lot better than that show. Um, I I you, you told me to preach on over Twitter, and I wasn't sure if that was you agreeing with my um my scathing uh, uh, uh review of of Stranger Things from last episode.
0: Actually, it was. It was more of the the Goonies is yeah. not that good of a movie, y'all.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Good. God God, God bless you. God bless you for being correct. It's
2: okay. I'll, I, you know, whatever. Uh, I also, uh, I'm taking a, you know, juxtaposition uh, against Alex here on Stranger Things. I like it. So, I don't care what you say, Alex. Stranger Things is pretty good.
1: You know, here's the thing. I'm not even saying it's not pretty good. I'm just saying it's not nearly as good as, as the hype led us to believe.
2: Yeah, but the hype is all 15-year-olds, so, I mean, right? Isn't that what all culture is made for? Is it? I, I feel oh, like... God, I hope not. I mean... I thought like, all culture was
1: made for 27-year-olds, because they're the ones that have money.
2: I don't know. Sometimes I'm not so sure with, like, the whole comic book movie situation. It's a little bit weird what the predominant culture is. I don't know who Age of Ultron's target demographic really was
0: i'm actually think i'm gonna go for me because i will watch any goddamn thing with james <laughs> spader in it so <laughs> that might have been my bad
1: Did, Are you a huge stargate fan
0: actually yeah i really am it's there one of the go. things that got me into being a classicist
1: <laughs> beautiful um <laughs> there's a uh I, I i made a I made a michael shanks reference the other night the the guy that looks like uh james spader from the tv show and, um, boy, do none of my friends know what the fuck I was referencing, and I just got kind of sat there to, like, they, they had to import crickets into the room to just kind of really get across the point of, boy, are you the outsider there, Alex.
0: I hate it when that happens. And you're like, oh, I, obviously, you know what I'm talking about. No, 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 we don't. In fact, you're, you're kicked out of the room. We'll talk to you again in a week when you've realized what you've done.
1: Aw, damn. What um? Let's do, let's go back to mythology. I'm gonna mm-hmm. think of mythology stuff because I used to know things about that. Okay, I think the funniest thing that happened in mythology is that we call him Merlin because it comes from the French, and his real name would have been shit because his <laughs> original name one. was Merlin, which is basically the shit guy uh, when translated. So when it when it kind of got imported into the French with uh that what's his face the guy that first wrote everything down. Uh, had to change it to Merlin. So the guy that we know as Merlin is only because of shit.
0: I like that one. Let me see. One of my, uh, one of my favorite ones is actually uh, from the Icelandic sagas. And it's this great story of uh, how the Vinland, uh, Vinland colony fell. And apparently, at least according to the sagas, what happened was this chick kind of went crazy. And killed the entire fucking colony. The entire thing. Just one night decided that they all snored too loud or something. And she took a boat, managed to get back to Iceland. And they put her on trial because, holy fuck, you just killed how many goddamn people? And she just pretty much walked in like, it was Jotunheim. We weren't supposed to be there. And they acquitted her and she walked away. I'm like, dude, that is so badass.
1: Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Jotunheim, that's, that's the, is that the frost giant place? Oh yeah, that's fun. I was just was that your show? I I, I listened to too many myths. Did you do um um, uh, Thor goes to Jotunheim recently?
0: Uh no, because I'm doing it in chronological order. Although Norse is next.
1: Oh okay, good. Yeah, because there's there's this really fun uh, uh story of uh, Thor going out that way, and um basically everybody gets together to trick him. So it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, It's like, like he's like, oh, I'm sleeping. That's the biggest giant ever, and he tries to smash his face in with his hammer while he's sleeping. And the giant's like, oh no, man, I, I, I did you did you see a fly that landed on my forehead? I I thought I felt a fly. Hey Thor, did you feel that feel that fly that landed? My, like it's just the entire thing is him him sh- him you know being fucked with, and it's some illusionary yeah. magic. But the best part of this is, um, hey uh, hey Thor, I see that you're supposed to be Mister Fucking Wonderful, except you suck at everything the last few days. Um. Let's play a game where you pick up my cat. And oh, <laughs> Thor <that> spends <laughs> days trying to, like, move this cat's paw. And it's, like, this epic struggle of Thor versus a cat. And it turns out that the cat was the Midgard snake. And if he had moved it, like, the world would have exploded. And it's actually... Like, with this whole, you know, rigmarole, but I just love the idea of this epic struggle that's probably told over a campfire with a bunch of fucking Viking warriors, you know, <laughs> still still dripping with blood and, and you know, psilocybin mushroom juice going like, and then he moved the mighty cat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> How about you? How about you, producer?
2: The top of my head. I would just say Sisyphus because he's like the Pablo Escobar of Hades, um, <laughs> and that didn't he escape a few times, and that's why he ultimately is like sentenced to push the boulder or something, right?
0: It's more that he chained death to. Oh uh, right, right.
2: A oh yeah, like a dog. <laughs> that's right. He like uh, did some some uh, sleight of hand on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. That I that one always annoyed me um well okay i like the fact that we got the term sisyphean from it because i like big words and big words are <laughs> fun. uh sesquipedalian uh but it, w- just keep pushing the boulder like there seems to be this thing of like ah oh, i'm getting tired i can't push it the rest of the way up the hill well just can you just rest up for a couple days dude this is annoying <laughs> i like, just i don't know just the entire well, concept irritates me
0: <laughs> i think it's more that and, and again this is my own personal theory I think it's more that like maybe Hades contracted Hecate to curse it or something, because Hecate is kicking about in the underworld somewhere. And if you've got the goddess of black magic on call, like just make sure that never happens. So maybe he never actually moves the boulder and it's all this weird hallucination.
1: Whoa, it's like the matrix. Um <laughs> no, no dude. Wake I, up, sheeple. This is just more my annoyance at at, at most things. I also get really annoyed at Xeno's paradox, you know, that thing of like you get halfway oh, yeah. to the goal, you get halfway, you get halfway, but you never get there. Fuck your face, of course you do. It just annoys the shit out of me. Like, I, yeah, I get it. It's cute, but useless. It just oh, it annoys the fucking hell out of me.
0: Dude, most pre-Socratic uh, philosophers are pretty
1: goddamn useless. Then again, Plato is by far the most useless of them all. So <laughs> Yeah, he kicked poets out when he created his perfect society, and now I, uh, his main thing that I have to deal with is a bunch of assholes that don't know anything about history telling me that Plato talked about Atlantis and therefore it existed. Fuck you, Plato.
0: Okay, here's the thing. I hated Plato beforehand because I'm not much into universalism. I, I, I just am not. However, I truly learned how to loathe the man when I read him in Greek because there's so many different shades of what he's saying and it's so fucking arrogant yeah that it's just I I'm going to find your corpse I'm going to dig it up and I'm going to slap the shit out of it until I feel better
1: yeah I, I believe you're correct I was it was explained to me by my uh history's professor like freshman year in college uh talking about Plato and he was talking about the kind of word play he uses and I think you I think he referred to him as being insufferable of <laughs> just you were just you, I, he hated him so much. Uh, there was some other writer too, a so, uh, uh, Roman uh, historian that he hated as well, that just all they did was stupid bullshit wordplay. And I still remember this is 15 years ago. I still remember just the frustration of this man's voice of, oh, I hate him so much and his dumb words that mean two things. And it's just stupid puns. It's like dad jokes, but from, you know, 2000 BC. Exactly. Probably not 2000. I don't know dates very well.
0: Uh, Plato was uh, actually about 500, uh, yeah, about 500 uh, BCE, because he was, Socrates was being made fun of by Aristophanes right before the Peloponnesian War, which was the war right after the Persian War, and that happened around 500-ish.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. If If I had to sit down and think about it, which I never would... Uh, I probably would have guessed somewhere around there, except um, I hate dates, which is why I didn't go into history, which Mm -hmm. sounds stupid. But like, I really love history, but I loathe like, oh, it's March 25th and in 1467 was the Battle of Blah Blah. I just I couldn't get more infuriated because most of the time it's a stuffy historian. that's like, "Mm, I do believe that happened on the 17th. It's like, oh, oh for, God. <laughs> you, you're missing the point of being educated. You, you, it's like people that, it's the old way of learning Latin, where it's just like, no, you will memorize every single thing of this, or I'll slap your stupid hand. Where it's like, you're not learning, all you're doing is rote recitation.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Sorry, I have a lot of anger in me about education. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: dude, uh, you're preaching to the choir on that one. I, I have some very deep feelings about education uh most of them is that people don't seem to be doing it right but then again i'm watching my entire field disappear because you can't make money out of it
1: yeah stupid robots
0: i just i don't understand when at what point learning how to think became something that people didn't want to have happen
1: yeah well this is this goes back to the 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 flat earth thing that i was yelling about earlier but i was trying it's hard to explain to people that they don't know how to think without sounding like an arrogant prick and it's like that's not what i mean because people go like well college you know they teach you this but really what happened it's like it's it's not about what you're being taught you're being taught to think this is this is a four-year critical thinking class and that's that's what's happening it doesn't matter if what you're like if you're taught a history class that's 100% wrong. They're teaching you that the that the events of Lord of the Rings was real history. They happened <laughs> right after the Battle of Hastings. It doesn't matter. As long as they're teaching you how to critically read the text and write papers mm-hmm. about it, they're teaching you how to properly think. And people seem to have lost that concept and it becomes a thing. And I hear it a lot because I deal with the conspiracy community of people going, "Well, that's just academia telling you that." And it's like. No, they're not telling you fuck all, dude. You're missing the entire point. Science isn't telling you some big fib. But it's just it's a it's a means to evaluate a statement. That's it.
0: Oh yeah, and I will admit that if, deep down in the darkness of my soul, I am an I am an academic.
1: Yeah, I I am too. Like, but I'm in that way of uh, it's it's ac- academic is good. Uh, at, at its at its heart, it's it's kind of like that thing where um, where like communism is great on paper. It's just everybody pretty much fucks it up so much that we can't try it anymore. Mm-hmm. Being an academic rules, except for the fact that most people do it really poorly, and it just becomes a bunch <laughs> of stuffy white guys trying to like re- repress everybody else. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Far too much politics up in my, up in my academics here.
1: Yeah. And the, the entire concept of tenure really screws oh. things horrifically. Totally. My, uh, that's one of the more embarrassing things. I, I so I like to, I'll keep, te- I'll keep the list. I'll update the, I'll update the list for you, Roxanne. Um, mm-hmm. I was well into my thirties before I realized ponies weren't just tiny horses. I thought they were, I thought ponies grew up into full size horses. I didn't realize they were like a separate thing. Um, I was also probably about 23 before I realized it wasn't 10 years. I thought if you're a teacher for 10 years, that's when the thing happened, that there's not an entire another word called tenure, because (laughs) I'm an idiot. (laughs) This is my list of dumb things, and I admit to them publicly, because if anybody ever accuses me of being arrogant, I will point out the fact that I point these out often. (laughs)
0: That's oh, well, now I'm trying to now I'm trying to figure out what my latest incredibly dumb moment was.
1: <laughs> I don't think I, th- th- I don't know that you can beat the pony thing because I may have been 20. I'm gonna say 28.
2: I can I can beat it, but it's not a personal anecdote. Oh, what is
1: it? Oh, please tell me. Yeah, oh,
2: I saw somebody uh, tweet, and now this was a screenshot, so it's not like I saw this firsthand. So it could have been fake or whatever, but um, it doesn't really matter because it's gold uh they posted a picture of a meal and they said about to enjoy this beautiful meal bone apple tea
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's 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 lovely yeah
0: <laughs> i feel like i should be applauding
2: <laughs> it's like if that was made up i mean just hands down like you're you're amazing for thinking of that but if it's not i don't know where we start with you uh <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I I had a long conversation with someone, and this is not as embarrassing. Well, it it is, but it's a little bit more understandable. And I was trying to explain to them that when looking at a globe, north is being you know the north pole being at what we would call the top is an artificial construct. Mm. And and his argument to me was no, but north is up, and I'm like <laughs> I'm like no, but that's totally like all right. Let's pretend we're in space and we're approaching the planet Earth. There's no reason that that would be what you see. And he's like, no, but North is up. That's how compasses point. And it became this like braid exercise. So I tried to point this out to the point. I'm like, do you know how they call the, like, like Roman maps used to, their, their, their North was what we would call East. That's the way they oriented things. That's, you know, the whole word orient. That's the, you know, the, the casual background to that derivation. And he's like, yeah, but that's, the, but then North would still be up. They would just hold their map sideways. And it's really <laughs> like, I'm gonna fucking blow up. My brain's going to explode. That's and amazing. Yeah, but the thing is, I I got where was coming from.
2: Yeah, you just okay. need to boot him into No Man's Sky for five minutes and let him fly around a planet and just kind of explore and see. Oh, there's really no way to tell any of this, but you know, hey. Uh,
1: I, uh, can you explain No Man's Sky to me, Roxanne? Are you familiar with this concept at all?
0: I, I have read a lot about it and it's pretty much a uh, sandbox go play sandbox go play a little bit of EVE online in there.
1: Yeah. Which probably so.
0: was entirely gobbledygook to you.
1: Uh, no, I, 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 those words were things I understood. The concepts behind those words were lost on me. So, so Producer Michael, you have played this? Or are you familiar?
2: Yeah, I'd say it's like a mix between like Faster Than Light and Minecraft in a weird way, where it's like... Ooh,
0: that's a good one. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's like infinitely expanding, kind of infinite. It has a limit, I think, of like 18 quintillion planets, um, and they're all planets. like procedurally generated, so like and it's all kind of just random components. So the flora, the fauna is all going to be randomly generated. And the idea is that everybody is playing online in the same universe, but the chances of actually encountering another player are like super, super low just because of the vast scope of the game. But if you do discover other players, then like everything that you've kind of explored and named and marked as your own or whatever, you know, whatever, it shows up for them. So you are technically, it's like an online game um, but really, it's just like a first-person kind of exploration game. Um, there's a little bit of crafting and stuff, but... Is yeah. there
1: is there a... And, and, and pardon me, this is going to be one of those things where it's like you're trying to explain, you know, North or whatever. Is there a point?
2: Well, that's kind of one of the biggest controversies is there's really <laughs> not a point. And that's what people are so mad about because it's like... I mean, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I pirated the game just to see what it was like, but... um. Yeah, people are spending, you know, $60 on a game that should probably be more like $20 or something. It's like from an indie developer. Um, Mm -hmm. I've heard it said that it's as wide as an ocean and as deep as a puddle, which, you know, kind of makes sense. A
0: lot of the complaints I've heard is that it's uh, it's the same problem they had with Spore, in that there's a lot of theoretical variation Mm -hmm. as a... Opposed to actual variation yeah
2: you end up seeing a lot of the same type of stuff generated mm-hmm. so it's really not as mind-blowing as it kind of seemed at first oh right, now let
1: me let me jump in here with my completely i don't play video games thing this sounds like you're describing um star trek where hey we're gonna meet all these aliens that are all exactly kind of humanoid and every planet looks like parts of california
2: well, yeah, actually, if I okay. was kind of thinking about that when I was listening to some reviews, it's like, oh, if you just look at it, like how I look at like Star Trek, uh, the TV series, it's you kind of just are OK with it. Like, yeah, everything looks pretty much the same, but that's kind of a budgetary thing. It's just what their limitations were. So, you know, it takes a little imagination.
0: But for the record, Star Trek Online is actually really fun.
2: Oh, I haven't played that.
0: Oh, man. It's one of those free to play, but you can buy stuff. You don't have to, yeah, but that's you're what's going to always anyway. Always kind
2: of held me back because I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to get sucked in.
1: Yeah, there's you a- will okay. get
0: sucked in. It's <laughs> actually the the stories are very well developed.
1: There's a uh, there's a there's a theory, and this this goes this goes this is vaguely mythy. But I don't think Roxanne, you understand <laughs> this. There's um <laughs> this kind of concept that uh, if we do meet aliens, they probably will look a bit like us. But the idea is that, like, if if anything that we have a chance of communicating with or even recognizing as sentient life would essentially the, like the way that cells split and differentiate themselves, lend themselves hmm. towards this five pointed shape that we have, you know, yeah, with I've heard that a head and arms and whatever, that it would be it's actually it would be stranger to find a sentient life that didn't look like us, one that we recognize as sentient that didn't look like us. So, like the entire like Star Trek thing is probably not not that it, not that they're you know whatever not that saying it's true, but that's not as dumb as 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 even I flippantly throw out there that like oh they're all humanoid, but it's like well yeah because we evolved and that means that this is an incredibly efficient shape.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it's still canon 30 years later, but in Star Trek, they did. They All the humanoids were all...
1: Oh, um, yeah, yeah. They had
2: a common ancestor. Just saying. But, but... fuck
1: that. That's the ancient aliens. <laughs> we're not doing that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, man, I'm still... I'm hoping... Well, I'll be nice to run into Vulcans, I'm kind of hoping for Squidlarkens. Do either of you two know what those are? No. No. <laughs> They're a D&D monster that is quite literally a giant squid monster. It, it, it's kind of a cthulhu light thing. It's like, yes! Yes! <laughs>
2: That's funny. I've always thought that that would be I, – I don't know why. I've just imagined we would encounter some kind of octopus, squid type <laughs> creature. It uh, just seems, seems right.
1: You know, octopus, are, like that also would be fine. But if you think about it, as, as alien looking as they are, if you think about it, they are somewhat natural. Mm-hmm. i mean it's it's a head shape with appendages underneath it's a, it's not that extremely different like that is a right. recognizable form
2: oh especially when they walk on the ocean floor they turn their legs into creepy little human feet
1: yeah there's two they, they use so weird. they use two legs as yeah essentially it's like so weird <laughs> so i mean in the end it's like what we're looking at is although it's not humanoid it's still recognizably oh totally. mm-hmm. life form shaped you know and and so if that's the most alien thing you can come up with eh, it's, I, I think it's an interesting theory and it, you know, if I ever write a any kind of spec Star Trek stuff, like you know, I'm covered. We're cool.
0: <laughs> Very cool.
1: The Standard, Facebook.com/slash/The Standard, pdx, pdx, shortened form of Portland. The Standard, Facebook.com/slash/The Standard, pdx. Here is the thing. I am talking, sort of like a robot now, for no reason. 14 Northeast 20 seconds where you can find them in their physical, uh, you know, or, or corporeal reality, uh, not in the strange, uh, ethereal uh, oddness that is the internet. This is uh, a real life uh, version of the world. It's uh, it's like that movie The Matrix, except you took the blue pill. Please go there. Enjoy Wednesday nights. You can drink one dollar hams. That is a 16 ounce beer for one dollar in a in a glass, like it's you know it's from the tap. Now, if you want to buy me a whiskey, we'll meet up there. Have whiskey on you at the standard. Facebook.com slash the standard PDX or 1914 1419 14, 19 is when they were established. They're the oldest bar in, in America. Uh, but you can find them in uh, not the oldest bar in America. You can find them at uh, 14 Northeast, 22nd in Portland or com. What about. Um, in Egyptian mythology, Nuit uh, creating basically being the, the the force that comes out of the blackness of nothing <laughs> into the universe. And then mm-hmm. idiots say it's a light bulb on, on ancient aliens.
2: Oh, oh nice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have you said, Roxanne, are you familiar with this?
2: No, not that one no, in particular. I'm but. not.
1: So, ancient aliens, um, when you're bored, look up uh, ancient aliens or, or uh, Egyptian light bulb. So <clears throat> there's a relief in, in ancient uh, uh, Egyptian mythology and, and and you can see it everywhere, is 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 Nuit coming from the water and it's like this bubble with creation coming out, and I know I'm not telling the story right because I haven't studied this shit in a decade. But anyway, the point is it's a very common thing, it's everywhere. There's one fucking picture that it sorta looks like a light bulb. <laughs> and these fucking ancient alien people attach themselves to it and say that this is proof that they used to have light bulbs in ancient Egypt. And it's it's um um embarrassingly stupid. So of course I I love it <laughs> deeply.
0: <laughs> All right, here's one for you. Do you do you uh, know off the top of your head the story of Sekhmet?
1: Well, I know I know I know Sekhmet is is the uh lion lady and she's a she's a warrior goddess and I think sometimes she like turns into like a good guy when somebody wants to fuck her or something like that, right?
0: Something like that. Yeah. Let me lay down the story because oh, it's goddamn hilarious. So, Ra's looking around at the people, and he decides, hmm, that was a bad fucking idea. I don't think I want people anymore. So, he goes off, and he builds this giant cat golem, and says, see all of those people? They're tasty. Like, crazy tasty. Go eat them. And so she does. And she is slaughtering slaughtering her way from one end of the Nile Valley to the other, and Ra realizes that he actually needs people to feed them, because, you know, the gods need to be fed. And he's like, all right, all right, giant cat monster, come here. We need you to calm down. We need, like, five of them to survive, something like that. And she looks at him and goes, Mmm, fuck you, no. They're tasty, bye. So she continues slaughtering most of Egypt. And the gods start pulling out their hair. And they decide, you know what? We've got it. We have we have the solution. Let's get her ass drunk. So, <laughs> the Inanite managed to brew enough beer... To flood the entire Nile Valley. And then they grind up um, redstone to dye the whole thing so it looks like blood. Sekhmet wakes up the next day, pretty much orgasms right there. Yes! And goes, gets drunk. She gets knocked out. And that's when uh, Ra goes in and adjusts the screws. And you end up with Hathor. Because Sekmet and Hathor are the same person. Just Hathor's when she's being nice.
1: Yeah, that was that was that was the thing I was thinking of. I think there's another variant of that where she gets fucked somehow, not to be indelicate, but we're talking about, you know, (laughs) thousands upon years old thing that that exact same story, except at the end, it's I think I think somebody kind of uh, tops her while uh, while intoxicated. And somehow that turns you into a dude because, you know, Egyptians.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) Yes. Didn't you know we do that? Uh, I I thought like every guy learned that in sex ed.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I learned it to my, to my deficit, except this time I was really drunk. And then when I woke up, oh. she was a guy. Um, but I mean, the assumption, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that there was some kind of godly intervention over the course of the evening. Oh, of course. So here's the important thing about mythology that I think really takes things home. Uh, so you think Harry Potter is more abused than boring? Yes, I do. Hmm. Professor Michael seems to agree with you. I, I, I was taking it earlier.
0: Mm-hmm. It's, a uh, Harry Potter is kind of like Ender's Game. Uh, have you read that one?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I read the, I didn't read the whole series. I read, like, the first two or three.
0: Well, the first one's actually the important one.
1: Oh, good. Okay, then I definitely read that one for that is part of the first two or three. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're, you, they don't talk about this very much, but uh, both Ender's Game and Harry Potter are used in therapy for kids who have been abused because the main character presents with a lot of the same personality quirks that the kids themselves are exhibiting so it's a way of showing these kids a way through the problem in a way they can understand
1: so by performing genocide on an alien race you'll get over (laughs) things because is that the plot to... that stop, <laughs> stop
2: beating kids half to death in the showers and start destroying alien races. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's more just seeing someone else hurt
1: like you're hurting.
2: Yeah, and get past it. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah,
1: um, I guess that makes sense. What were you we saying? Sorry.
2: Ender's Game, the second book, uh, Shadow of Ender, or something like that, or Ender's uh, Shadow.
1: Speaker for the Dead.
2: Oh, Speaker for the Dead. Yeah, something, something about shadows or speakers. Well, there's a book later in the <laughs> series
1: called that. Yeah, oh uh, yeah, uh,
2: I mean, well, and there's about you know twenty books in the series too. So. Oh, is there? Uh huh. Oh, I'm very it's old. The pretty last. confusing. I was, I was reading it
1: years upon years ago. I think there was five at the time or yeah. four. Yeah. Um, no, I'm
0: calling it three. There's only three books in the <laughs> series. The rest of them don't no, they don't exist.
2: It's it's been a long time since I read it, but uh speaking of words for turning into trees, don't the aliens turn into trees in the second book in Speaker for the Dead? Yeah. <laughs> nice.
1: That's true, yeah. They're 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 eviscerated while still alive and then yeah. turn into kind of semi sentient <laughs> trees. Mm-hmm. But that's that's also that's from uh Celt mythology or something like that. That actually comes from uh some so, an Earth mythology, uh, right. there's there's a basis for that as well. I don't yeah. remember where it is off that the top of my head, That doesn't really
2: though. surprise me since it is overall an Earth book, um, you know.
1: I mean, it, except for, you know, it takes place on this foreign planet where we are guinea pigs of this or each other alive. <laughs> I abide. just meant it
2: was written on Earth. That was
1: yeah, sarcastic. It. That's not oh, my well. – yeah, that's that's not my theory. <laughs> you probably think the Earth is round, don't you? <laughs>
2: Are we going ancient aliens on this, or is this something deeper?
1: <laughs> no, this is, this is. I've now decided to believe in the f- flat Earth model. Okay. I've decided to stop the argument and just kind of finally tap out. And okay, believe.
2: And, riddle me this, Alex. Can the Earth be flat and hollow at the same time?
1: Yeah. Ooh, then I where like does
2: the hollow Earth sun fit into this flat Earth?
1: It's like uh, dimensions, and if you raise your vibration enough. No, no, I
0: got the answer to this oh, one. Oh, please. Give oh. me a second. I think I can bullshit it. Okay. All right, so what you're doing is the flat Earth is hollow, so it's actually really, really thick, and so the se- the sun at the center, you you've got, like, yeah, no, that, that's why I've got <laughs>
2: parabolas, mirrors, space mirrors, um, sure, reflections, yes, yeah,
1: no. <laughs> yeah, but I think at that point it's just like a, it's the Earth is not no longer flat, it's 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 like square, it's it's a Borg cube.
0: I, I keep thinking of a really, you know, thick coin, something like that. Like a chocolate coin. The earth is a chocolate
1: coin. Hmm, that would make sense in that the the inside is kind of liquid, much like a coin. <laughs> 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 I was I was trying desperately there and I had nothing. Uh I, I Roxanne, I don't know if you've if you've heard these, but for for a bit, um I was I was being challenged to be a defender of the as they call it the uh, spherical Earth model, because uh, there is a growing uh, uh, loud uh, portion of society that believes the Earth to be flat, and they wanted me to go on a podcast and argue with them about it. <laughs> Their main arguments consist of NASA lying and that NASA fakes the photos, and like I don't know how I can possibly argue with this because you'll just say I'm using evidence they faked. And you can't win those.
0: (laughs) I would ask them, okay, fine. Earth is flat. Where are the dragons? Every time you see flat earth, there's always a here be dragons. I refuse to believe the earth is flat until you show me the dragon.
1: Well, here's a deep cut. The dragon is invisible and in my garage. No one knows what I'm talking about. All right. <laughs> it's the other form of the, uh, the, the, the the space teapot argument for for things where uh, okay. I think it's Carl Sagan said, like, oh, uh, just claim that there's a dragon in my garage. Someone says, well, can I see it? No, it's invisible. Can I feel it? No, you can't feel it. Can I talk to it? No, only I can talk to it because you can just invent a sequence of, of beliefs around something that you don't know. There's no the burden of the onus of proof is no longer on the person in that weird way of believing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Which is why I believe that producer Michael is Yidro Cecil.
2: Um. So Roxanne, mm-hmm. um, in I think it was in your intro uh, to the podcast that I listened to today. I listened to up until I think "Mommy Issues Part One" or something like that. So yeah, we got a good start. Um, in the intro, you said some of the stuff might be some kind like kind of fringe or something. Just. I mean, still taught by, like, a professor, but maybe out there. Do you have any, like, examples off the top of your head of something like that? Like, of what would be considered fringe but still taught in academia?
0: Well, it boils down to things like uh, how the Persephone myth is presented is is one of the really big sticking points. And I threw that in because of my discussion of Pindar... Hesiod, um, I'm also going to do Sophocles and Aeschylus. It has more to do with the authors than the actual stories. Hmm. Because sometimes I call <laughs> I actually call it uh, the Moses effect in that academia sometimes decides that the whole fleeing from Egypt thing happened. Yes, the Hebrews left Egypt, this totally happened, and Mm -hmm. it's taught that way for about five to ten years. And then they'll decide that that's just silly, of course it didn't happen, and taught the entire opposite way, and how it never could have happened, and it just kind of flips back and forth. So with some of these ancient authors, like, did Homer write the Iliad and the Odyssey? That, it just really depends on when you were trained as a classicist as to what your
2: answer is. Right, Wow. (laughs) that's kind of mind-blowing but it makes total sense yeah there's
1: there's there's an argument that uh that i get into and unfortunately roxanne and i are close enough in age that we're going to have the same answer but roxanne would you care to pronounce uh, pronounce um you know that guy that was killed in the senate by brutus Uh, caesar yeah you mean julius caesar (laughs) who said when he who said when he witty wiki uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, depends on when now you and I come from the same generation, so it's Julius Caesar, uh, uh, Veni, Vidi, Vici, although I was taught Vs or Ws, but that depends on where, because I was taught by a person from a, quite a few generations before me, a very old lady taught me my Latin, so Veni, Vidi, Vici, but, you know, people are taught Veni, Vidi, Vici, because that's the way yep. the modern Italian use it, same as Vino, Vino, uh, th- mm-hmm. this is, but this this is a full, I mean, every few years there's a cutthroat argument over this same point.
0: Yeah, totally. It's you gotta earn that paycheck, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. Yeah, I was I was like those where it's like uh, the 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 like I still say Cicero, but one one of my friends is Kikaro because he's younger um, than me, and they <laughs> went back to that way because that's the way technically it's supposed to be said. But then there's some argument because it's a proper name, you don't have to say it that way. And oh, you know that's academia in a nutshell. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. They just. I really. I, I really think it's just they get bored one day. It's like, you know what? I think we're going to do it this way now. Why? <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it's just, you know, the, that's the whole thing of when they say preponderance of evidence. It's that you get a generation of people that are looking in one direction. So you get that's the preponderance of evidence. And then, you know, the next young rebel generation wants to fight back the other way. And
0: Yeah. Oh, Um. here's one that, that uh, controversial as controversial as you can get about these things, is whether or not the Amazons existed. That's like a whole oh, thing yeah. in history because right now the tendency is to want to make them into a step tribe, just a really bad translation of a step tribe. But the Greeks are so very much into the idea that no, they live right over there, like right there. Yeah, go cook them; they're fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting because and there's also the other like one of these kind of backwards. Um, I, I forget what the hell the actual term is called, but like, basically, you cut your tit off to shoot the arrow. That's a, one yeah. of the famous things you hear about the Amazons. Well, that's a later invention that ended up going backwards. So like, mm-hmm. later invention thought about and then kind of people that translated old myths reintroduced it to earlier top. And it's this kind of, you know, this is what you're talking about, mythology translator trying to find... You know, the kind of the Ur root story or trying to find like the the kind of variants of it. And that's one of those weird ones where people kind of started slipping it back into previous forms. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Exactly. And because even in Greek, you've got three different types of Greek. So you've got Homeric Greek and then you have Ionic Greek and then Attic Greek. And there's also Koine, which is the more is that's what the New Testament is written in. And oh, God, it's so easy to read. It's awesome. But because you've got these different dialects of Greek, you still have the same translation problem that you get from Greek to English.
1: And wait, what's what's that?
0: You're missing... uh, You end up missing details. You end up missing tenses. Uh, Greek, for example, has a a verb tense called uh, aorist. An erist means it happened once in the past and will never happen again. This is really interesting when it shows up in things like Medea's big speech in Euripides' The Medea. Throws that whole speech into a completely different frame.
1: Yeah, but honestly. Tyler Perry's fucking terrible. Nothing. I had to make a Tyler Perry joke because both Michael and I <laughs> were sitting there uncomfortably because we both heard Medea went, "Ooh." <laughs> sorry, it just it, that was such an in studio thing, but I saw both of our faces light up on that word. <laughs> sorry. Oh damn. It. But wait, I, I'm sorry. Please continue your actually really good erudite point in in, in in phase of my idiot childishness. <laughs>
0: so there's that entire speech. You can only really get the feeling of it in the Greek, unfortunately, because English just doesn't have the words to put around it so now you also so you get you lose something in that translation unfortunately going from Homeric to attic Greek you also have things that just are not going to translate because Homeric Greek is more um, complex again more verb tenses more excitableness like there's a, a noun declension that is just means two people did it nothing else just two people did it you have plural singular and duo and just by losing that you lose detail
1: yeah that's always it's i I, it makes complete sense but i always have a hard time wrapping my head around it because english is the uh it seems to be one of the dumber languages like we got rid of all the like the the what's a genitive case or whatever where it's mm-hmm. like, it's very difficult for me to, or at least for uh, native English speakers, myself being the one who can speak for it, because I'm me doing the talking. But, uh, the, like, try to, try to figure out that translation and kind of the, the flavor that's lost when, like, you know, if you're reading, like, I, like, I love, uh, uh, Baudelaire, the, the French poet. And mm-hmm. there's, I mean, it's, it's been explained to me how much I'm losing because I don't know, like, the kind of, the, you know, the, the tense, the, 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 why a table is feminine kind of thing like I I can't really explain it but like that that kind of that builds in some of the body and the flavor of the poem that I'm completely lost on because you know we've got stupid American dumb words true (laughs) except for I really hate that there's a feminine and masculine in objects (laughs) because that's infuriating
0: (laughs) did you ever read any of the ancient uh pastoral poems
1: uh probably, but nothing that I springs to mind off the top of my head. I'm sure I did in college.
0: There was uh I just remember when they had to translate and uh I could just go look to see what it is, but I'm not going to. And there was this wonderful, amazing, lyrical, pastoral poem that the entire poem is a shepherd and a goat herder standing on a hill calling each other names.
1: Oh that's <laughs> fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those are those are my favorite, those kind of dirty ones. Like what's that what's what? that one famous uh 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 Roman poet that's like super dirty? Um Catalyst or something like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, <laughs> that guy's that guy's great. Hey, Michael, are you familiar with this at all? Nope. Uh, there's there's like one po- like there's a poem that's basically like um uh dedicated to my tongue in your butt. Like I mean, like it's just super like what we would call dirty. Like it's just, you know, it's it's it's, well, uh, you can't call it erotic poetry because that's got a different oh, term, no. but yeah. There,
0: there's the whole subsection of you're a dirty horror poetry? Yeah. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, there's this one poem, the, 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 well, how do you say it? Is it Catalyst?
0: Uh Catullus.
1: Catullus. Okay, so there's one Catullus uh, poem where it's, it's, um, it's basically a rap battle. It's him saying to this other poet how his poems don't rhyme very well and that uh, his poetry is, is far superior. And at one point basically says, I fuck all your bitches. Like it is, it is a it is a full like uh, 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 the dozens, but in 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 classical Latin.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, I Catullus is fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's one of those ones. that was the rare joy in in uh, reading ancient poetry in in school because you know I, I went for English poetry, so it's. Somewhat annoying because, like, oh, it's like this random translation that I don't know if they're doing a faithful job. But those were always good, and and Sappho, and you know, kind of the the sexy poets, because, like, oh, good, something that's intrinsically boring is finally going to have at least something to pay attention to.
0: <laughs> there was a a epic poem called uh, it was Luke yeah Luke and Civil War that I looked at this book going this is going to be the most boring goddamn thing I have ever read in my life and I started reading it. And holy shit, it is the most gory goddamn thing ever. It is amazing. Like the first chapter is a uh, naval battle, and he's describing the men getting smished between the two ships that are battling. It's like, ah, why does no one tell people about this? This is fucking awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, that's uh, that's those are the those are the rare uh, the rare joys. Uh, it's not like um, people always talk about how uh, uh, Caesar's commentaries are are, are great. They're, they're, they, it's, it's a must-read, and, oh boy, is a lot of that just boring as shit, or just him bragging about stuff. <laughs> and it goes on for <laughs> fucking ever. It, it, so, yeah, if, if you ever go back to school for, for classical Latin, yeah, Did you get ready to be read, bored.
0: Did you ever read Seneca's A ap-
1: <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember it, though. Again, this is shit that I read, you know, it's 15 years ago that I read once and just kind of put it to the side. But oh, uh, yeah, I do.
0: My, that's actually my favorite thing in Latin, period. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, it's uh, Seneca going off about how, how horrible Claudius was in general. And my favorite part is when Claudius goes up to Heracles because Heracles, uh, the Temple of Heracles doubled as the courthouse. So Claudius wanders up to Heracles, points his finger and is like, look, dude, I moved so much goddamn bullshit for you. You will do this for me. <laughs> and he just starts going off on everybody. It's hilarious.
1: Well, that's fun. I don't remember that part.
0: It's one of those things that doesn't get translated often, like uh, uh, Lucian's Lucian's A True History. There's this wonderful scene of the guys end up on this deserted island, and they find these women who are vines from the knees down, but very, very beautiful women from that up. So one of the guys, of course, decides to fuck a vine woman, because, of course.
1: Yeah, as you would, yeah.
0: As you would, and he ends up getting sucked through his penis into the plant thing and becomes another vine woman. And that's about the time that the rest of the sailors decide, and we're out. <laughs> it's just not something that gets translated often because there's no way to translate it where it's not filthy, dirty.
1: Yeah, that's that's fun. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not signing up for it, but you know, it's...
2: <laughs> that's kind of insane. I never thought about that subsection of history. Where it's just like, oh, who's gonna read this? You get like a few, you know, a few paragraphs in, and you're like, okay, fuck this.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a lot of it. I mean, the 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 problem with when when the church started, the Catholic Church started to get a little like um, um, Puritan-y. not Puritan. That's the wrong word, but like basically like afraid of sex, which mm-hmm. they weren't that way the whole time. But like when it started going that way, there was a lot of shit that got translated shitty, and then they just started, you know, chopping bits out. And yeah, they, a lot. Of, there's generations that were raised on completely, you know. Um, just castrated works of the classics. Like, so everybody mm-hmm. thinks of, you know, when I grew up, I was thinking, you know, Latin was this, oh, Latin is a straight lace, whatever. But Latin people were just, they fucking each other left and right. And it was just this, <laughs> this bawdy <laughs> scumbag city that was founded on rape. It was just like a right. horrible, just, it was like, it was like uh, that it was like the bar from Star Wars. And, mm-hmm. But, you know, I but we get raised up with like, oh, togas and these like, mm, yes, yeah, so we, we should do what's great for the empire. Because right. everybody I had mean- English accents back then.
0: I actually mentioned that in my intro. This idea that if it's ancient, then it must be lofty, and oh god, that's so stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's a, a great example of that. So the, the 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 oldest joke we know of is a fart joke. Mm-hmm. That's that's perfect. It's like an ancient Babylonian or or. or. Mesopotamian or one of the, one of those old school ones. And it's like Jesus Christ, like that's that's the classics, you know. That's well, that's way earlier than the classics, but like that's that's actually real life. Like, these were actual people, like you know, not not yeah. stoic, you know, statues.
2: I think another good example of that in the modern times of you know something that will be remembered differently in the future. Um, mostly, it, even now, is Stephen Hawking. It's like oh yeah, you know, he's like oh this guy, you know, super serious, whatever. Um, but then there's like stories of him like in sex clubs and stuff and swingers clubs and hanging out with people. And like, he has this whole other side to him and, uh, you know, that's probably never going to get talked about really, which, you know, uh, I think personally just, it just adds something to his whole thing. Like you just learn so much more about him and where he's coming from. I feel like if you include stuff like that, but rarely do you ever get that portion of things. Uh, you know, when you're learning about history, right?
0: Yeah. Well, they either go with the with the straight life. Mm, I've never had a dirty thought in my life,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or the Caligula. That that seems right. to be your options.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because like, the Caligula stuff, if you actually read like kind of, the, the concurrent sources, doesn't sound as bad as we get him. Like he gets handed okay. down to us, but really, it sounded like he just had some sex parties and <laughs> killed about the same amount of people as every other empire emperor around that time. But just. People really hated that fucker.
0: Mm-hmm. And that—that's the thing—is there is this is not my specialty, but I've known people who have specialized in it. The going through and picking out what stories can't be true because they're told about the unpopular rulers, like every single one of them, all the way down to the fall of the Byzantine Empire.
1: Oh yeah, like there's—I mean, everybody fucks their sister if you don't like mm-hmm. the emperor. Like the emperor immediately fucks your sister or their mom. It's just, that's what the Romans said if they didn't like you. And it's it was uh-huh. one of these, it's like now saying, like, you know, uh, uh, that he, you know, he, he he kicks kittens or, you know, whatever. Like, then it was, yeah, he fucked his sister. And it became this thing of, like, so now we get it's like, oh, you know, Caligula had this had this romantic relationship with his sister. And his it was like, well, no, he's just, that's just something you said. It was just like calling him an asshole. It didn't, like, it would be like 2,000 years from now going, this man actually had an asshole on his face. I guess there was a subspecies where there was some kind of genetic mutation from all the atomic weapons they were blowing out, and these ass people came around and made something called the internet. <laughs> there was four chans okay. who led the way.
0: <laughs> why is, why does is the internet belong to the ass people? <laughs> That's my big question.
1: Well, because there's a bunch of assholes on it. I mean, right. really, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, if you re- go to any given comment section anywhere and then go, oh, yeah. The internet's fucking terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I did have the memo of something to bring up uh, during our conversation. Please do. All right. Hurricane preparedness.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're preparing by what? How? Explain.
0: Okay. So there is just something off in the Gulf that it'll if it hits, it's going to be in about a week. But just looking at it going, you know, there's something. It's just that feeling to it. I don't know if you guys get weather like that. We're like, we're due for a really bad storm.
1: Nah, we live somewhere reasonable.
0: Nah. <laughs> You're lost.
1: Yeah. So. No, it's fine. I, 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 I'm I, looking forward to, you know, the, the Pompeian story of... <laughs> <laughs> nah, the the, mountain, the mountain's not going to go off. It's fine. Hey, Herculaneum, just hang out. <laughs>
0: So we decided, uh, me and my best friend, decided to go ahead and do a little bit of hurricane preparedness. Somehow this ended up with getting galoshes, soco, vodka, and milk. And we're <laughs> like, yes, no, that's fine.
1: <laughs> that sounds prepared to me.
2: Yeah, you could live on a roof with that for a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, they say, you know, you can live like 30 days without without food, and you can live, you know, like three days without drink. So yeah. you got the drink covered. Oh yeah, So So you're good. I mean, really, you bought a month of supplies if you want to think about it in a really fucked up way.
0: Well, I love the fact that galoshes were really the important part, because you have to get to the car to grab the ice so that (laughs) you can get back to the roof.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Um, The one thing you guys have going for you, though, George Bush, not your president. Um, We all know Kanye says he hates black people. Uh, So hopefully with Obama in office, that won't be as big of a problem if a hurricane does strike. Am I right?
0: Uh, oh, no, it's going to be a huge problem <laughs> okay. if a hurricane strikes, because okay. the so entire... So you can't blame George
2: Bush, sorry.
0: The entire state is already soggy.
1: Yeah, you just go somewhere else. I can't stress <laughs> this enough. Like, <laughs> <I> just, sorry <laughs> to be like, just <laughs> go somewhere that's above sea level.
0: <laughs> Crazy talk.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, 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 I've heard tell it's, it's quite a nice place. It's mm-hmm. Just one of those, like... Stop. It's scary. (laughs) That's why I moved to, like, Safesville, USA.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, we're having our uh, 300th year anniversary in, like, two years. So that's actually really cool. It's nice being somewhere with that much history.
2: Yeah, hopefully you guys don't wash out into the ocean first. But, (laughs) yeah, like Alex said, fingers crossed. Yeah. Two more years.
1: (laughs) Well, I can go back and re-edit Plato to refer to it as Nola... (laughs) Oh, dark comedy. How I love these. Yes, always. So, all right, we're, we're wrapping up here. Why don't you tell people, and by people, I mean the people that listen, and by the people that listen, I mean all six of them. Basically, tell Anna where you can get uh, uh, your show, what, what's, what's, I don't know, some website addresses, some, some stuff, some pertinent information.
0: <laughs> uh, mythologytranslated.com. It's also on iTunes and, I believe, tuned in.
2: Yeah, seriously, just go listen to like, go download the very first episode, the introduction, and you will be instantly hooked. Just like the story of why you're doing the podcast and everything. It's like, it's just awesome. So thank
1: you. I'm starting to understand why you knew all this stuff. I don't think I listened to the introduction. I think I just naturally yeah. skipped those when I downloaded shows. I'd say
2: if yeah, the introduction was probably the most important thing for my questions today, Alex. So
1: yeah, I should have thought about that. I uh, I just go to the ones with like stuff. Right. It, I do this with every <laughs> show. Um, I've listened to the I've listened to the History of Rome probably three times now. I don't think I've ever listened to the first episode.
2: Well, I just I kept downloading episodes like oh I'll start here at this section because it's like part one and then I was like wait this is part of a bigger okay. Go back further, 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 for Oh, the introduction. Okay. Start here. So it's not your fault, so, Alex.
0: I got a question, boys. Did either of you work out what I was doing with how I named the Heracles episodes?
1: I didn't look at the titles. <laughs> Sorry. <Gone. laughs> it just automatically played on my, on my, uh, my whatever you play it on phone. Okay. Sorry. I was being clever. What, what were you being <laughs> clever about? What are, what are the titles? Maybe I can guess now.
0: Uh, His immaculate conception, his eccentric education, um, his scandalous career, and his happy destiny. Any? If you guys don't get it, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Apparently it's a lot more obscure than I thought it was.
1: No. I also didn't get your Babylon 5 reference a few weeks ago, so no, I I do not get that.
0: Uh, There are the parts to Stranger in a Strange Land by Heinlein. Because oh. uh, Michael Valentine Smith is a Christ figure, and the word Christos, which of course eventually became Christ, actually was originally put to Heracles. Heracles is the first Christ. Mm. So I was be, trying to be clever.
2: That's amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a little too clever for me. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, that's the perfect <laughs> amount of clever, as long as uh, I have a grown-up to explain it to me. Um, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, my my issue with this is is I read I've read Heinlein and I've read that book so I have no excuse at all <laughs> like I just <laughs> I just I just didn't remember uh, I read a lot and and that sounds fancy but I, I tend to remember about four percent of it so yeah whoops well on that note Roxanne from mythology translated uh, at mythtrans on Twitter thank you for coming on and saying things into microphones
0: you're very welcome, and I hope to talk to you again.
1: Indeed. You have a fine evening, and good luck with uh, things. Hey guys, if you want to support the show, please go to alexcast.com, Alex with two X's. If you want to find us on social media, go to alexcast.com, at the Alexcast on Twitter, and Prusa Michael can be found where are we Uh, going? Facebook.com
2: slash IOTA, or SoundCloud.com slash Real IOTA.
1: Those things. What do you you 1998, my family had the acro Oh, the legend kept at least six discs and a changer. Back when Boswell and Percy had it active, a couple bishops in the city building mansions. Oh, the reverend preaching self-made
2: millionaire status. When we could only eat at Shoney's on occasion. After Trina hit,
1: I had to transfer campus. Your apartment I didn't use while I waited. Staying with you when I didn't have a address. Fucking fuckin on me. you when I didn't yeah, own a fuck mattress. Working no, on a way it, to make it out of Texas. Yeah, every I night. been I I I baby, y'all be on me for my, my night. Nice yeah, yeah. yeah, You know I can't hear none of it. the night. Nice my you yeah, shit Wanna see Nirvana? I wanna die. Yeah. Wanna ooh, feel like ooh, it, Nana? You can buy. Fuck with me at the marsh. You know them boys. Wanna see me punk, boys. Wanna see me punk, Day Every day, night. shit Shut the fuck up, noodley. I don't want your conversation Rolling marijuana, that's a justification Every day, Tough shit day. Every night, shit Every night, shit Every night, shit Every night, Every night, Every night,